0: Welcome to the X Podcast. So good to have you with us here today, wherever you're watching us YouTube, uh, Spotify, whatever, whatever platform. We're so glad you're here with us today for part two of a conversation that we are having with the Johnsons. And we have an addition here for part two Mr. Long Haired Tucker Johnson.
1: (laughs) Real. Yeah. Not
0: everybody gets their parents to visit them at work. Yeah. You know? Parent teacher pretty conferences. Cool. <laughs> Not exactly. I was thinking it'd be cool to do a couple rapid fire questions. Um so you could out your parents on a couple of things. Alright, okay. who's more fun? More fun. Yeah. Rapid fire. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Who will buy you something that you wanted, um, even if they don't really want to? My dad. Okay. <laughs> hey, there's I'm no offense sure. taken uh, here. Easy, Come on, he's in trouble at home. <laughs> Yeah. Who uh, who uh, who is more musical?
1: Uh, my dad. Okay. Um, but he can't sing. He can play drums though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, who's cleaner? My mom.
0: Okay. Um, who has Oh, that's a weird question that I was just thought of at the top of my head. I was going to say, who has more friends? <laughs> <laughs> me. Exactly. exactly. Who's the tallest one in the family? <laughs> that's good. The blondest. <laughs> yeah, Tucker, thank you for visiting. Yeah, thank this you. First good part luck. Of the conversation. I'm not buying you Thanks. nothing else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I want to go shopping. Um, me and Tucker are wearing the same t shirt today, by the way. Uh, but part two of this conversation, it's good to be back with you guys. Um, the last one, so helpful on grief and joy and hope and all sorts of things you guys have started a foundation Mm -hmm. in Brock's honor with his legacy and it's really directly connected to everything that he was passionate about and everything Um, that his life was about and it's such amazing work we partner with you Mm -hmm. as a church and as so many organizations partner with you in order to advance your mission and all the good work you're doing um and so why don't you guys just tell us a little bit about that how you came to the conclusion this was the next step for you Mm -hmm. after (laughs) uh you know brock moved on to eternity and um we'd love for you guys just to kind of fill us in and all our listeners on what you guys are doing yeah
1: so you want me to go you want to go well i'll
0: do the first part then you do the smart part
2: so uh, so I guess when we, you know, if you were listening in episode one, we talked about Brock's celebration of life service that we had. And we had over 4,000 people. And we kind of turned around and looked at the enormity of what Brock was and what Brock stood for. And we knew that we had this amazing platform that this little guy had created for us. Um, so we had some friends of ours. Obviously, Brock was a travel baseball kid and loved baseball. So yeah. somebody came to us like, around Labor Day or so you know so Brock passed away in May so we're talking August Septemberish. said hey how about doing a baseball tournament we're like how hard can that be we've been in several well we certainly found out how hard it was going to be <laughs> so we said success would be 20 some teams we had over 40 teams wow. you know the very first year that we did it um, and then that was really the first event for the the foundation so you know we did the old 501c3 thing and then tried to figure out what platform The foundation would stand on, and mm-hmm. we stand on three. We stand on obviously travel baseball, and we do a lot of great things mm-hmm. with travel baseball, nationwide children's, as Brock called it his school. I mean, 14 <laughs> and a half years of our life, and a lot of really, really good friends met at Nationwide Children's Hospital, so we support them. And the other piece, you know, where we partnered with X is just, you know, supporting the community. Mm-hmm. So we stand on a three legged stool, and we do every, anything and everything that we can to help those three things.
0: it's really cool. And you guys are coming up on a a million dollars we are
1: trying to hit a million dollars this mm-hmm. year and six Given years away. will be amazing
0: that is absolutely crazy yeah
1: it's so a couple of cool things well a little, jump back a little bit to yeah. the foundation um when we saw all those people their hands raised we were like what would he have done if he'd lived to be 40 or 50 or 60 mm. mm. you know we can't let this end with him mm. and i had been you know it'd been five days or whatever since he would passed away and i remember just feeling lost and i remember my boss saying i think god has something big planned for you and i don't know what it is but i think he does so I'm like, whatever. And like Terry said, we didn't know what it was going to look like or yeah. what it's going to be like. Um, but we had shared his life with so many people and he had touched so many people. We wanted it to keep going. So like he said, we started out, didn't really know what we were doing. One of the coolest things was his birthday. I had big birthday parties for my kids. Mm-hmm. Love birthdays. Yeah. And so we want to do something fun. I didn't want it to be sad. I want it to be fun. And so we went out. I think there are about maybe 15 of us that went out and just did 11 big random acts of kindness. Honestly, I can't even remember what we did the first year, but <laughs> it was idiot. awesome. Um, And as the years have gone on, so last year, COVID was a little different, but in 2019, we had 130 people that took the day off work, the day off school to go with us and do all these things. Mm. And it made us change our way of thinking because usually we'll go into, we'll take everyone into a store and we pay for groceries for an hour. We pay for a fast food restaurant. We do all these things. Well, you can't take 130 people in to a store. So actually we were able to divide and reach into Pickerington and Groveport. And so that was pretty cool. But we just knew we wanted to keep his name out there. Mm-hmm. So you lose a child, and one of the biggest fears is no one's going to remember him. And mm-hmm. yeah, he did all this good, and there's four thousand people at his service. But a year from now, you know, it's going to fade, and two years from now, and then when these kids get older, no one's going to remember Brock. And we wanted him to be remembered, and we wanted everything we did to be honoring to him. We wanted him to be proud of us, like kind of up there going, "Yep, that's my parents." Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we made it a much bigger thing than Terry and I. And we have, yeah. a, we have board members and um we just do all these awesome amazing things and nobody gets paid mm. so most people don't know that i have a job but i do um people <laughs> think i just do you have two Strong. jobs technically, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it's really like running a small business yep. is what it's like and it's so much work mm-hmm. and we do have board members but a lot of it you know I, i'm the driving force for a lot of it and and terry you know is the driving force for it so we do uh, we do so much of the work and yep. it's so much work and sometimes it's exhausting but then you look at all the good and you're like, this is what it's about. This yeah. is about cont- continuing his legacy. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting because you were talking a little bit about in the first of these uh, episodes how the foundation has really helped you oh. in a profound way. Yes. So how yeah. how can you guys go into that? And hmm. and I'm sure that it started. I mean, like you said, it's kind of like a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, what do we do with all these people who are passionate? and How can we mobilize some good? But personally, what has it meant to you? And over the course of these last six years?
2: Well, I mean, as we said before you don't feel like getting out of bed mm-hmm. you know when thing something like this traumatically happens happens to you but this was you know getting us out of bed mm-hmm. and again you know whenever i talk about brock i've got a big smile on my yeah, face yeah, so yeah. i mean if you're out you know doing good in the community making others feel better i mean there is no greater feeling and what a contagious feeling it is i mean so wow you yeah. know we we love instances where we hear you know like you know, b rocked them. That's a term that's, you know, for, for those of you that don't know Brock's last name is Johnson. His last name is not strong. He's not <laughs> Brock strong. His name is Brock Johnson, but we've coined his name into a verb. Like if you've been b rocked, if you've had something that's happened to you, you know, like somebody come out, and did something nice for you. And the greatest of those for me is like when somebody will send us a message, thanks so much for b rocking us. We're like, had nothing to do with it you know i mean that's just somebody else that lived and loved this legacy that that brock has created that is just out showing love to the community and i mean what a better picture of heaven on earth than you know taking care of people like we're supposed to
1: Yeah. yeah and it really saved me because i am a busy person i mean all through transplant i worked from the hospital i didn't miss a beat um I do all the finances at my job. I do a lot of things. And I, I planned a marriage retreats while I was there. I didn't miss a beat. And so I'm a very busy pe- person. And I like that. That keeps me out of trouble. And so <laughs> <laughs> coming off of this and losing Brock, I was like, what am I going to do? And I was kind of like a zombie and I needed something to give me passion and give me purpose um, and this foundation kind of did that I didn't know how it was going to do it it just kind of organically happened next thing you know I'm like oh, I'm just so passionate about this and passionate about seeing it change our community you know we have this awesome little community the first year we went out to do stuff for Christmas people avoided us like the plague so we're at Kroger giving out Kroger gift cards on your way in and people think you want something because <laughs> yeah. they're not used to getting things yeah. for free so they would avoid us going the other door like just we'd be like You're Going to Kroger and I'm giving you a five dollar gift card. I don't want anything. Yeah, like it. we don't even take donations and we're out doing stuff like that. So that was so odd to see. And like we were handing something out and this guy like avoided this little girl because we let all kinds of people volunteer. And his all of his groceries like fell out, out of the cart onto the ground because
2: he went <laughs> down <laughs> over the curb instead of going out on, like the and little we ramp. Trying yeah, away. trying yes! to get away from us. And
1: <laughs> we went out and helped him pick it up, you know. And um, so that was in the first year. And so it got a little bit over the years. But like the last year we did it. Like anytime now people see us out and about the Brock Strong shirts on, they're so excited. They know something's going to happen. So just to see it, to change our community, to know that sometimes people might just do something nice for you and not ask for anything in in exchange. It's
2: it's not a foreign concept anymore. It was, it's such a foreign concept, but now they see the green shirts coming. They got smiles on their
0: face now.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
0: What have you guys learned as far as the impact on people?
1: (sighs) I have learned a lot, but not just the foundation, but Brock. So I should compile all the messages I've gotten over the years. I got a message one time that was one of the the ones that struck me the most was a lady who said, um, you don't know me, but I have breast cancer, I think she had, and she said, and I was going to commit suicide on a Friday. And one of my friends shared Brock's story, so it was when Brock – he had already passed away but someone had shared a story and she said I took to the your website our internet I guess it was our Facebook page and she said I I took hours and read everything that he had been through and at the end of it I thought if he could get through this and have this faith then who am I to end my life early and so she (laughs) I mean I don't know I don't know her I don't know if she's still around but like that changed her looking at Brock and how he handled it so that that was pretty impactful, and just kind of drove the the thought home that we need to keep that out there wow. because you can go back and if you have hours and hours, <laughs> scroll back through and find you know all things Brock but uh, I've learned that um, turning grief into something positive is Is not that easy in the beginning Mm. but the more you do it the more contagious it is wow so turning it into something positive and you just feel good when you do something for other people like we all like getting things and we all like when people do nice things for Mm. us but it feels so good to do something and so not everyone has a lot of money to Mm -hmm. do things we don't have money to. it's not our money and I always say like alone you can make a, a small difference but you put everything together and it's a huge impact like you know, we we just um, you interviewed Kayla. We yeah. just bought a bed for um, Aiden, a ten thousand dollar bed. Her insurance mm-hmm. wouldn't cover. Well, you know, you may not have ten thousand dollars to give, yeah. but if you give ten and you give twenty and it all comes together, that provided a ten thousand dollar bed, and mm-hmm. you were part of that, yeah. even though you didn't have ten thousand yeah. dollars. And that is contagious. It makes you feel so good. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I love that. I think uh, um, it's probably one of the best ways to work yourself out of a dark place is to think about other people. Yeah. yeah. And that's the trap, right? You just start, you know, all you can think about is what's afflicting you, you know. And what a better way to, um, to to, how do I say this? Not get out of grief because you can't get out of it. You got to go straight through it. Right. Um. But to, uh, to plant seeds that one day, like you guys are saying, at first it's really hard. I can only imagine how much courage it takes when you're hurting, when you're going through things to like start. It's a big process to start a 501c3 uh-huh. yeah. and to establish a board and to have those conversations. That's not any – you don't just wake up and that happens. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of work. It yeah. takes a lot of courage. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, but, again, I think we had this amazing platform that mm-hmm. that, that Brock I – mean, I mean, I think about, you know, throwing a rock into a pond. I mm-hmm. mean, that rock doesn't mean a lot, but it sure does create a whole lot of ripples. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, again, this is a 14-and-a-half-year-old kid that made, you know, a positive difference – I'm going to say throughout the whole United States because there are so many people that have prayed for him, knew him, you know, all the way to California. I mean, just had, you know, great understanding of who he is and what he was and just what a legacy he yes. has left yeah. you know we've been the conduits to help mm-hmm. you know continue to grow his legacy you know to while we're getting close to this million dollar mark i mean crazy the johnsons don't have a million dollars to go out and do this yeah. and and we're very public with what we do and it's not to point the fingers at us mm-hmm. because it is not us we yeah. are literally the hands and feet and we just want to show everybody where their money is going Mm -hmm. because you know, the last thing you want to do is give to a foundation and never know what the heck you're doing with their money. And you know, it's also important for us is, you know, like she said, she takes zero salary. I don't want to say she works harder on the foundation than she does her job, but there are days where it's certainly the case. So I'm sorry, Steve, Um, (laughs) but there are certainly days, you know, where we're working a lot harder and spending a lot more hours on the foundation and just to be a part of Mm -hmm. this legacy and to see a culture of a community change you know to where they're avoiding us thinking oh my gosh there's no free lunch type of thing but now when they see us they've heard about us they smile when you're coming that's the culture I want to be a part of
0: what's your hope for people that get
2: impacted by the organization don't keep it pass it on Mm. I mean the only thing that the only way that your growth your community grows exponential growth is you know what if you've been b-rocked do it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And again, like Christy said, it doesn't take money. I mean, you can just, you just got to look outside of yourself mm-hmm. because we have conversations every year with, you know, the sixth graders over at middle the middle school. Middle schoolers aren't that, you know, wealthy.
1: they're orn- <laughs> wealthy, and they're kind of ornery, and they're kind of selfish.
2: So, I mean, all you have to do is to think outside of yourself. So, that's what we try to get people, you know, whether you're a sixth grader, or a third grader, or an adult, you know, sometimes you got to look outside of your own car mm-hmm. to figure out where you can make a difference. And yes, if you have money, you can make a greater difference. You can pay for the McDonald's behind you, and then they literally look at you, and you know, uh, it's, it's kind of fun stuff to do, because yeah. you can see the joy that three or four dollars cost you I mean it's just amazing
1: our world is starved for goodness our Mm. world is starved for someone to be nice to you and one of the biggest comments that we get is the wrapping paper so we go out and we put (laughs) wrapping paper on people's door we don't ring their doorbell or anything we just put a little roll of wrapping paper it's got a card that says you Merry Christmas you've been b-rocked got a little picture of Brock on it which makes everything better Uh, but the comments we get people in tears will grab us at like restaurants and stuff like we got this wrapping paper and for us we're like it was a dollar from the dollar store (laughs) roll of wrapping paper (laughs) but to that person it was so much more it was such an act of kindness Um, I was donating blood one day and I was sitting by the man and he was like an older like farmer kind of guy mm. with bibs on i didn't know him he didn't know me at all which yeah. i love when people don't tucker know tucker wears bibs
2: now too though I, mean, tucker does. <laughs> um, I
1: love when people don't know who i am and he's sitting next to me and he said uh, oh he was asking like some funny questions like can i drink alcohol after i give blood and they're answering him or whatever and um he's <laughs> he looked at me and he goes I ain't done this in a long time i'm like well why are you doing it today and he's like that little boy Aww. he's like they put a roll of wrapping paper on my porch and i went on and read about that boy and i figured this is the least i can do <laughs> and so i'm like you're saving three lives by doing that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so God. seeing like the impact that yeah. just being kind has to people and then on the other end of it children's hospital so you know brock and i were there our whole lives mm-hmm. and children's hospital is great with the kids Great with your family if you're low income, Mm -hmm. not great if you're just a normal person. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I tell everyone it doesn't matter if you have $5 or $5 million, it is hard to go through that. So, just in my life, all that time, you know, we'd be in the hospital for months at a time. Mm -hmm. And I have Terry and Tucker at home. And, you know, I'm typically the one that makes dinner and all the things. And I'm at the hospital, you're paying for parking, you're paying for food. It is financially hard on everyone. And There's just not a lot of resources for the average person out there. So, I love when I find someone in the hospital to send them gift cards. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think that would have been so helpful Mm -hmm. for me. So, Mm -hmm. we think about like, we give them restaurant gift cards and gas gift cards. Driving back and forth to the hospital is expensive. Mm. We give them an Amazon card so their kid can order something right from the hospital and have it delivered to them. Like, we really think about the families at home. And the other thing is, for kids that have cancer, there's a lot of help out there. Yeah. There's a lot of organizations that will bend over backwards. But Brock didn't have cancer. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of complex kids like him. So. We have a really great relationship with social services. Mm. So we have paid rent. We have bought someone's car, Mm. someone who um, needed a car. They lived downtown. They didn't have a lot of money. They bought it like a buy here, pay here with like 100% interest or something ridiculous. And they reached out to see if we could pay one payment. And I got more of the story. And I'm like, we're just going to pay for the car. Oh, my gosh. So we paid
2: for bed bugs to be removed from a house one time. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much anything they ask us to do, we just do because we've been there. And we know how Mm -hmm. hard. And I hope that everyone listening, if you've not been there I hope you never ever have to be there but if you have friends at the hospital and you don't know what to do Everyone could use a gift card. Like everyone can use gift cards or everyone can use cookies, making cookies and taking cookies. (laughs) But just not everybody can use (laughs) cookies.
0: Well we can use (laughs) them. (laughs) Right. But just
1: finding something little to do and don't just assume people are okay, but also don't just assume they need money. Mm. Like one of my least favorite things is when something goes wrong with someone and someone jumps to a GoFundMe before they've even talked to the family to think about what the person needs. Like, Mm. you know, GoFundMe's are they're useful, you know, and, and A lot of times there are a lot of good but sometimes you don't know what to do, and you just jump to doing that for the family. And they have no idea what their needs are. Yeah, and yeah. we've given – I don't really give to GoFundMes. I send it to the people now because yeah. early on we gave a GoFundMe of, for a little boy that passed away. And the parents were mad, not at us, but because someone set up the GoFundMe. And they mm-hmm. gave all the money back because they're like, we don't need the money, oh, you know, wow. blah, blah, blah. So I always think about that. Like, Don't just jump to starting a GoFundMe if you don't know what their needs are. Yeah,
0: that's a whole conversation in and of itself yes. how, Absolutely. To, how to interact with people who are struggling, yeah. you know. Um, it's it can be very awkward you yes. know as far and that's why I love what you guys are doing because you guys have been there done that mm-hmm. um, you know unfortunately and you guys have uh, you know I think about that verse in uh, I think it's 2nd Corinthians it talks about like uh, how we go through things and receive comfort from God so that we can now comfort mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you you don't know how to comfort unless you've been through right. these things right. and so I think that what's really cool when you interact with brock strong in the organization you know you can kind of you can kind of speak the the right language for the people that need it you know and so i love that about what you guys are doing it is thunderstorming here right over our heads (laughs) nice i told you you can hear everything in this auditorium we hear you brock (laughs) yeah man all right sunshine please yeah can i get in? oh my gosh i'm at the shelter in place here soon uh but Love the work you guys are doing. Why don't you guys talk about maybe practically have the baseball tournaments and mm-hmm. the gift cards? Yeah. What else, you know, goes on in the organization throughout the course of a year? Yeah,
1: so I will like m- just mention a couple of my favorite things we've yep. done. Yep. Um, so, one of the things we did was we went into like a modern day or- orphanage, which mm-hmm. really doesn't exist anymore. But at the time, I had a friend who was principal there. She's like, Would you mind adopting one of them for Christmas? And so I'm like, Okay. And she's like, Come in and listen to their story. Mm-hmm. So I go, Terry goes with me, I always say. So he makes sure I don't bring kids home with me. Yeah, there were
2: her card. <laughs> (laughs) was going to be full on the (laughs) way home no (laughs) doubt we go in and
1: listen to these kids that now half of them lived there so Mm -hmm. they lived on just like an orphanage would be um and some of them just came in during the day but their parents couldn't just take them they didn't just get to go to mcdonald's Mm -hmm. they couldn't just go and do anything and they were talking about the christmas lights and like could they position them a certain place so they could see them and it just broke my heart listening and these were kids that have been through traumatic traumatic things mm-hmm. like really bad things mm-hmm. and so some of them had behavior problems and um, but it just broke my heart to sit there and listen to the kids where my kids were like you know at home living like kings <laughs> and so I we just sat there and listened to the whole story and at the end and my mind is going a mile a minute mm-hmm. like I'm a big idea person oh, yeah. I'm oh, a big yeah. like want to change the world and so when we were done, I said, um, we're going to adopt all of them. And there were 40, Like 42, 42 plus 15 staff. And so um, I'm like, we're going to adopt all of them and we're going to bring in a party and blah, blah, blah. All this stuff talking to anyone. So we're driving home and Terry's like, how are you going to do this? We don't have this in our budget. Yeah. And I have such amazing friends, your parents being one yeah. of them, yeah. um, such amazing friends. And I was so excited about it that I knew I could get them excited mm-hmm. about it. So I went home. And he was leaving for a band practice, and I emailed like you know a bunch of my friends, just saying I'm so excited about this. I emailed people I knew could spare a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and people that would be as excited as I was. And by the time he got home, I had every single kid adopted. Oh my god! And um, had made all <laughs> these arrangements for this party. And so they had the kids do a wish list, and the kids didn't know what they were doing, but they told mm-hmm. them like a math project: if you had a hundred dollars, what would you buy? Mm-hmm. And they were allowed to look at Amazon, and I think Target. And so they made this list, and they mm-hmm. didn't know what they were doing. She sent me all the list. I then gave them to all the people. That were adopting kids, and basically we bought everything on their list. Oh my god. And so it's crazy. <laughs> some of the things were like an Xbox, and some people were like, Well, why would they ask for an Xbox? Well, because they're just like my kids and your kids. Yeah, exactly. They want what everyone has. And so we we went in and everyone that bought a gift got to come in and give the kid their gift and just say, you know what? Somebody loves you, and you know, we love you and we hate what you're going through, and we hope this brings you joy. And it was amazing. Yeah. We brought a party in with a DJ and we fantasy cupcake donated yeah. cookies and it was this whole big thing and these kids were thrilled. Like One of them had a hat and coat and gloves on their list and so they, someone bought that and he put it on and he's like I don't have to share this with anyone. Oh. And they're like no and he didn't want to take it off. Like I had to leave the room on that one. Oh and be my like, God. My yeah. kids would be like you got me a coat? That's your job. <laughs> that's, your <laughs> job. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's like one of my the most impactful thing I feel like we've ever done. It was just seeing that you don't you know we live in canal Winchester. chester yeah. we don't yeah. see things like that a lot mm-hmm. and just feeling like, like we truly made a difference and brock would have been in the very front of it leading the pack that, that's yeah. probably my favorite thing that we did yeah
0: yeah i love the freedom you guys have because you guys really do have um you guys have a spirit about your organization that you see a need and you meet it yes you know and that's yeah. really cool to see um terry what are some of your favorite things you guys do throughout the year
2: well uh lately it's been the room makeovers uh <laughs> You're not going That's again. It. So, <laughs> um, so we cut actually, her mic. Cutting. I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> got yeah. the mic. Um, we actually have this family that you know we were going to do this room over for, and um, actually, his name is Brock, oh, and right. he's Super Brock, and Super Brock and Graham, they both have Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. Um, so, just an amazing family. That Christy actually had a business relationship with their dad. So we you know, we've known about Brock forever. So you know what we do. It's crazy yeah, loud.
0: It just if you're listening, it is raining like cats and dogs. We're just gonna power through. Yeah. We're just no, gonna go I think right it's applause through. for Absolutely. you going right now.
1: <laughs> so it's, they probably can't hear it on the other end, yeah, so that's we're right. all good.
2: So <laughs> what happens is, you know, we go and meet with the family and we just talk about, hey, you know, what do you like, what do you not like, you know, what do you want? And I think Graham actually kept teasing us about he wanted ice cream in his in his room the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So then obviously we, we bounce that off of mom and dad about, you know, hey, what you want, what you don't want. So So Chrissy has a design team. They all meet with the family to get all this stuff done. We have a construction guy, you know, that kind of does some things. And then, you know, so we figure out what the plan of attack is. And then we give the family, like, we find out where the family wants to go. So uh, I guess they wanted to go to Cincinnati. What's the place down in Cincinnati? The Creation Museum. The Creation Museum. So they wanted to do that. So then we normally, we send them away and uh, give them gift cards to do a shopping spree, and they got to go to the Creation Museum, and we tell them, like, to come back, you know, like, the next day, like, around 3 or 4 or something. So, meanwhile, we go in there, and we completely trashed their room, tore it apart, (laughs) actually did cut out one of the walls so Brock's uh, wheelchair would fit in there a little bit better. Oh, wow. So, you know, we actually went in there and did the boys' room, and then they have a little sister as well, so they didn't know, but we actually did her room as well. Mm. So we literally have kind of, like, this move that bus kind of moment where... You know, <laughs> we're all standing out there. They actually had a fire fireman escort in the whole fire truck came and brought him down the street. And then you, you just get to see you, the family walk through. And that's my favorite part. Yeah. And just to see their reaction, you know, to to now a, a room that's more accessible, mm-hmm. you know, for Brock. And, you know, and then we go over and the little sisters looking in the room and just my favorite part is looking at mom. Just yeah. You know, just tears in her eyes. Just that's my favorite part. Just to see, you know, what, you know, these 15 people were able to do in literally less than 24 hours Mm. my favorite thing by far
0: yeah I love the whole theme of of uh when when multiple people come together Mm -hmm. and lend the gifts and talents that that they have whatever it is like you have you can make an impact and yeah you know I this is kind of big picture thought process but I was driving through I live in a neighborhood here in town and Um, It's just so interesting how we have become so isolated from one another. Mm -hmm. And not just that we're all afraid we're going to get COVID, but (laughs) like even before that, this the whole, um, the whole like staying to yourself, almost being afraid of your neighbor. I love it. You guys have kind of that you're the antithesis of that. You're, you know, this foundation is no, we're going to help you whoever you are, wherever you live. And we're all kind of in this together. Mm -hmm. And so here's an act of kindness and just enjoy it you yeah, know pass it on
1: we I don't think we've ever said no to anything wow um, I have learned the jaded side of having a foundation is that you do get taken advantage sometimes yeah um, I do keep a list of everyone we help and their names and what we do for them. And, yeah. and we will help some people multiple times. Our general rule is once Yeah. I have had a couple of families at children's hospital who's taken advantage of me and I've given them once and then they'll send me stuff saying, you know, like I'm leaving in a hotel and my kids are gonna be homeless if you don't give us money and you kind of see a pattern. Yeah. And that's the sad jaded part of the world is that yeah. people will still try to take advantage of you. Yeah. So, so we're pretty smart about keeping track of who we help and making sure that doesn't happen because mm. again, it's not our money.
0: And what's really cool is just all the different things you guys can do. I would love to maybe talk to the person who really wants to make a difference and has an idea or has a tragedy that they maybe want to birth something like this out of. Mm-hmm. Um, like we talked about, it's not easy. This isn't an easy thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of daunting of a task to go, I'm going to build this organization and structure. But I believe that so many people have... Um, ministries inside of them and um, nonprofits inside of them ideas inside of them that really need to exist in the world but maybe they're a little bit afraid maybe they're like I don't have the money maybe it's like I don't know how to raise money maybe it's like I, I don't know enough people to, to establish a board it's very intimidating so what would you say to that person who I have I have this dream I have this idea inside of me and maybe I'm a little afraid or tentative to bring it out when should they start? What, what would you guys say?
1: Yeah, I would say um, I've had this question asked a lot, especially when someone loses a child, they want to do something. And, you know, you can do whatever's on your heart. It doesn't. Ha- we had big, crazy dreams. And yeah. we also started with a foundation of people who knew and loved Brock who were already hooked to our story. Yeah. I get that a lot, like how do you get people to do this and that, and and it's Brock, a lot of it's Brock, that, yeah. that helped us. We had all these people that already loved him and wanted to help us continue him, but it is a lot of work, like to do, and we're not a big foundation by any means, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of work to do, and especially the person who wants to be the founder of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot on you, because no one's gonna have the passion like you do, no one's gonna be willing to make the sacrifices you do. Um, so it's a lot of work, so you really just have to, have a clear idea what you want to do. And we didn't know what we were doing either. We just knew we wanted to do something amazing and just actually filing for the 501c3 was a little bit of a hassle and take some time and work again. Um, but just ha- knowing what you want to do And you got to kind of narrow it down In order to be a, an official foundation To what you want to support Yeah. So yeah. if you can kind of figure that out And then the rest of it will come For us, we just do two big fundraisers every year mm-hmm. So we do a go- golf outing And we do a baseball tournament And those things fund our general budget mm-hmm. So our general budget is Every month, we spend $2,500 at Children's Hospital. Mm. So that's paying for rent, doing gift cards, paying people's electric, whatever comes up. A lot of it I get from social services, but a lot of it, I just creep on people on Facebook. And if I see there's someone in the hospital, that's good. I send them something. That's um, good. So um, that's our budget. Every We do $4,000 in the community. That's whatever. I mean, I promise you that if you send me a message and ask me to sponsor something or do something for someone, I'm probably going to do it. I think yeah.
2: your bluff's going to be called now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. I'll do it. <laughs> if, if
1: we can do it I always say If we can do it And we have the means We will do it Because we're it. not here To make money Like, yeah. So my board members Don't like when I say this But I'm always like when the money's gone, the money's gone. Yeah. If we have five thousand dollars in our account and someone has a five thousand dollar need that we feel is important, then that's the end of Brockstrong. Yeah. You know, we're we're not here to build this bank account. We're never ever gonna take a paycheck from mm-hmm. it. I've been criticized for that. You know, other people who run big foundations tell me like it's never gonna be bigger than you until you quit your job and make it full time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well then it's never gonna be bigger than yeah. me. Yeah. So um to start one, it is a lot of work. You just yeah. have to know what you're doing. You need to have good support system. Um, good board members that can tell you when you're being crazy or you know they don't think you should do something or you should do something so you have some accountability <clears throat> um like terry yeah. said telling everyone what we did was different because you know we're like don't let left hand know what the right hand's doing yeah. and so all of a sudden to have to say like look what we did was yeah. really hard for us because yeah. it's not in our nature yeah but then i have to and we've been you know some people have ridiculed us for putting out there what we're doing yeah. but i'm like it's not my money yeah it's not terry's money we want you to know, and plus, we want to share the goodness with you. Like the video of Aiden's bed, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to be the only one who enjoyed seeing her face and her reaction. I yeah. wanted everyone to see the good they were doing with their five dollars to, you know, five thousand dollars. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if you want to add to that. Well, and
2: I think too, it's it's focus on what mm-hmm. you want to do and the mission yeah. that you want to have. Because sometimes you go in there with a vague mission, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to end world peace, or you know, want to, yeah. you know, I want to solve hunger problems. Yeah. I mean, well how you know yeah. so if you don't have kind of a laser focus and a mission on what you want to do then you might be setting yourself up for mm-hmm. failure so and again i mean pray about it if if you continue to keep back to this yearning in your heart for mm-hmm. something and i've got this burning for this then by all means run with it but you've yeah. got to be focused on what you want to do and you've got to have an army you yeah. know because you can't be an army of one you're going to get what one person can do the beauty of the brock strong foundation is we put something out there and we've got 50 people. Well, heck, we had 100 people volunteer this past Saturday yeah. for projects throughout, you know, the city of Canal Winchester. Yeah. So, I mean, it takes an army to move these things. Yeah. So how are you going to mobilize that yeah. army?
1: And We're just, no experts by any means. Let's <laughs> be, let me just make that no, clear. But <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think it's
0: encouraging because you guys took a step and you went and started something and it's grown over
1: time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like people are starved to do good things. Yeah. People are starved to volunteer. You know, mm-hmm. I, so I work at a church. You know yeah. how this is. Yeah. Church is based so much on volunteers and sometimes it's hard in yeah. a church. Yeah. But um, out there in the world of Brock Strong, it is not hard. Like yeah. I, we literally will throw something out there and I'll put the sign up out there and kind of put it out there through that and then schedule it on social media yeah. later that day. And I have to take it off because it's already filled up. <laughs> yeah. So people are just starved to do good things. and st- And it's easy to have fun with other people's money. Yeah. Um, the other thing I just wanted to say about people's yeah, money good. was um, so we have a lot of people that just donate monthly. They just believe what we do. They go in their bank, they make monthly donations. That's how we're able to do stuff like room makeovers and yeah. orphanage, is with all that extra money. But I love for people to just feel like their money's important. I remember being in a Walmart parking lot a mom and a little girl come up to me and she had done a fundraiser for us. And her mom said, she's a little embarrassed because she only raised $20. But she wants to give it to you. Oh wow. So she comes over giving this $20 and I'm like, do you know what this can do? This can buy a meal for a family at children's Hospital." Like I love to just tell them how important their money is, no matter how much it is oh, and yeah. what kind of difference they can make.
0: Yep, It's not equal giving. It's equal sacrifice. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, it's super important for people to know, that you can't step out and do anything important without criticism
1: oh yeah that's hard yeah Whew. the so, two and me that's yeah, hard <laughs> I know I mean you guys
0: I mean that is um you know it, it's amazing how it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter how pure your motives are or or it, or how not pure your motives are you're going to get criticized mm-hmm. if you step out and do mm-hmm. anything yes. of yeah. significance yeah and so you guys ha- have you been criticized oh absolutely yeah. and,
2: and I normally handle the criticism mm-hmm. because I mean sometimes we'll get it Facebook Messenger you know you gave to this uh, to this restaurant downtown during COVID but you didn't give to this one downtown during COVID why not mm. and I'm like look You know, I I confront it head on. I Mm -hmm. said, you know, this is we are a small foundation. I said, you know, we are not funded by, you know, you know, huge bankers here. So we've got a certain number. So we're out here doing what we can and we can't hit everybody. We can't solve everything. You know, so here's here's our thought process behind it and this is why we're doing it. You know. So I said, if you've got other ideas or if you want to come join us and help yeah. by all means come along and help us you know like if you want to hit a restaurant let me know and we'll go help with you yeah. you know but a lot of time, but yeah. I would for us, I would rather be in the ring and get criticized mm. every single time than be a spectator sitting out here not doing a daggone thing. Mm.
1: But it's hard for mm. me. So it's let's, hard let's for... flip the switch to Christy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Because I take it so personally. Mm. Like I, that comment to me, I would think, oh my gosh, we should have hit that restaurant. I didn't even think about it. Blah, blah, blah. Like I hate letting people down mm. and it's not a good, po- it's not a good quality. Mm. Um, so for me, that, that it's hard. And sometimes that makes me just want to be done with it. Like yeah. sometimes I feel like, look, I, I've lost my child. I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation, yeah. and someone's still finding something negative in it. What yeah. is the purpose of it? Yeah, you know. And then he reminds me of the 50 million other good things that's happening, and don't focus on the one thing. But boy, it's hard. Yeah. And especially because his name's attached to it. Like I never want anyone to have anything negative say about Brock because of something we've done or haven't done in their opinion. Yeah. So that is tough. It is. Real. I could never be a politician. <laughs> I would crumble.
0: You wouldn't care what other people thought yeah. then funny because it's probably similar to doing church work yes you know absolutely yes, absolutely and it's man very similar is that there's a you know but there's it, no better fight exactly and it's like what are you gonna do because you because you have seen somebody in your life take advantage of owning a, or, or starting a foundation or taking advantage of a pastoral title or yeah. you know use their platform wrong are you going to look at every other mm-hmm. you know pastor every other organization every well why didn't you do this or why you it's like i almost think this because the problem is it it strikes fear in people that want to start doing these things Mm -hmm. and it strikes fear in people who want to make a difference and you know maybe this is what you know this part of a conversation can be for someone is don't it it takes a lot of courage to do something you believe in yeah Mm -hmm. no matter how noble your cause is no matter how pure your heart is in it and and i think to speak to what you said terry that it is also easy to get paralysis of analysis you know um that it almost takes a little bit of naivety Mm -hmm. you know to do anything big because like like you said i want to i want to end world hunger you know yeah it's like i think we all want that but to go man what's the clarity of how clear can you possibly make your why if you want to start something important okay start with like what's a goal we can we can really make a mm-hmm. dent in or achieve yeah you know
2: and start small start i small. mean you can't start global and work mm-hmm. your way down it's got to be grassroots from the bottom
0: mm-hmm. up and i think that you guys are really good at galvanizing people too and i know that uh, that you guys would attribute all that to brock and say well everybody loved him so they come and do this but really you guys you know that's who you guys are and tucker i mean you guys are galvanizers and you guys can bring people together and rally people around that's a gift thing that god's put on your family and um i think it's a lesson to be learned for people that you need you cannot do anything important by yourself
1: right absolutely yeah right life's not meant to be alone yeah we couldn't do this um and the other the other thing with what you're saying was you can't save the world by yourself. So mm-hmm. the problem with me is I'll meet these families that are struggling at children's hospital sometimes, and I want to solve all their problems and you can't yeah. like, I can't solve all their financial problems. Mm-hmm. I, and my heart just wants so bad to solve it all. And mm-hmm. I have to be reminded by all my board members and my husband, like you can't fix everything in their life. Mm-hmm. And that is hard. You have to be okay with being okay with that. Yeah. And because different personalities. Mine just struggles with that. Like I want to just keep helping and I want to help them. I want to get them not out of debt, but I want to get so that they can survive and they, and they're going through all this medical stuff. I don't want them to worry about their mm-hmm. expenses. And you, the, you just can't save the world yeah. by yourself like that. And you, like ending hunger. Yeah. Oh, that would stress me out. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I have to end hunger, but uh, you have to have Christy a starts b- a farm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you have to she did not like animals. Yeah, we're good. She, great, right. she bought a couple it. hundred <laughs> acres. <yeah. laughs> you have to have a big burning passion for mm. what you're doing because it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that passion, you will burn out. Mm-hmm. Like we're 60, we're almost six years in, um, next that's month crazy. will be yeah, six years since Brock was gone, which is just crazy. But, um, almost six years into this, did I say six months? I meant six years. Six years. years. Yeah, it's um, good. And the fact that we may, I say we will hit a million. No one else is super convinced of that, <laughs> but I'm like, I think we are. I'm trying really hard. We would love to do it by his birthday. Yeah. It's huge. A million dollars in six years for this little tiny Canal Winchester yeah. organization is crazy. And we couldn't do that without without X Church, yeah. without, you know, all the people that support us and just believe in what we're doing. And so we are so thankful for that because honestly... All the good we've done in the community and beyond is nothing compared to what this foundation has done for me and for you. I speak for you, too. But yeah, it's, it's it just saved me. Like, I just don't think I would be who I am or not. E- I'd probably still be in bed. Um, it just saved me and gave me a passion and a purpose. We all know about, you know, God has a purpose and a plan for us. And I believe, like, this is our plan. And we don't know how long it'll last. Yeah. Like I said, if some if there's some big need that wipes out our bank account, then so be it mm-hmm. for for Brock Strong, if the um, millionth
2: dollar dollar is a mic drop, then we just fade off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
1: mean that's that's kind of our outlook on this, which I think yeah. um, people like that too, because you hear of other foundations where oh they're paying all their executives this and that, and only like five cents of your money goes. We're not like that; it yeah. all goes out. Every little bit of it goes right back out. Mm-hmm. So when it's gone, it's gone, and you know, and we're we're okay with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> I mean, for being here and and sharing everything, you guys are inspiring and what God's writing in your life. And unfortunately I feel like the million dollars not going to be your last, There's be no riding off into <laughs> Don't the sunset for Bobby. you guys. <laughs> but you guys have got, a, you know, there's a lot of legacy building that you guys, not just for Brock, for you and your family. And, um, you're impacting so many people. And like from the outside to go, man, you guys have taken this tragedy and, um, and just personally knowing how, uh, how, horrific this stuff can be after how many people you walk with you know doing church work you walk with people through these things Mm -hmm. and to take that pain and to go man we're going to take one step at a time and we're going to start something and Mm -hmm. we're going to help people and to see six years into it the fruit that comes from having the courage to plant seeds in soil that's just like, I don't know if that thing's going to grow or I, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do. I just got to do something. And, mm-hmm. and to see that six years later and, and the Aidens of the world and mm-hmm. the Brocks of the yeah. world uh, that you guys helped redo his room yep. and the many more names that are to come whose lives will be changed by the woman who had breast cancer, yeah. you know, and chose to not commit suicide because of a little foundation here mm-hmm. in Canal Winchester, Ohio, because of one little boy, mm-hmm. you know, who, who changed her outlook on life. And that, if you're listening, that is in you. You have. You don't have to have something horrific happen to you in order to do something important. And uh, that's what we want you to hear today: is that there's a burden, there's a calling, there's a purpose inside of you, and take a step. And if you need like encouragement, send us an email. I'll forward it on to Christy and Terry, and we'll we'll be praying for you. We'll help you any way we can. Um, but just before we log off, I want people to know how they can yeah. find the foundation, how they can give to the foundation, absolutely, um, and any way they can help with their local, how they can serve.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even if you have no desire to ever get involved or give any money, the Brock Strong Foundation. Follow our Facebook page. It's just encouraging. Yes, <laughs> it's encouraging in the world of social media that's so discouraging. Follow our Facebook page, and I promise you'll read something that makes you happy. But yeah. we, so it's the Brock Strong Foundation on Facebook. Our website is Brock. BrockStrongFoundation.com I had to think mm-hmm. about that yep. um, You can give through there You can um, see what's going on We're really good at keeping our social media up- updated yep. A little less good at our website Because it takes more work than mm-hmm. I can do mm-hmm. um, So follow us through there You can uh, vo- Our volunteer opportunities go out Get on them fast Because they're gone right yep. away Um yeah what do you have to add uh, the other thing i would add is like we are very strong too about our faith and our foundation mm-hmm. which is unusual like we're not afraid to talk about our faith and our foundation yeah we're not afraid to support church things and um all those things because we think it's so important for people to know that like that we we love jesus and because of that we're gonna see this cute little boy again absolutely that's so right. i mean
2: that's you know somebody i mean obviously christian i've been in this faith thing for a long long yeah. time and been followers of jesus and it's it's extremely vital whether you're working with children here at X Church or whatever you're doing to plant those seeds in these little children. You have no idea yep. if you're going to have a Brock in your classroom that's going to be gone in two years. So yeah. I totally encourage these people mm-hmm. to continue, you know, pouring into these children every single day. Put the love of Jesus in your little kids heart yep. all three years. Kevin mm-hmm. got to have the love of Jesus oh, yeah. because of that gift. We get to see a Brock again someday. We
1: have a YouTube channel where you can check out our room makeover videos. Um, You can get to all that from our website. But Brock had a YouTube channel. Mm. So if you look up, I think it's actually Rock johnson on his youtube he actually went through his bone marrow transplant and every day he wanted to video it so someone getting ready to go through one knew it wasn't scary so oh every day gosh. he'd do this little welcome today to a b-rock bone marrow <laughs> transplant oh so if you really goodness. want encouraged um you'd look at this little boy with big steroid cheeks going through what he went through and still smiling yeah.
0: it's beautiful thank you guys so much thanks for having I loved every second of this awesome. yeah. thanks for having us. this been has fun. been great Go and help out their foundation. And I know a lot of people listening, they're bashful, but I won't be. Um, (laughs) A lot of people listening, maybe you have funds that could accelerate the work that they're doing. I would encourage this is a great place to to plant and sow that seed into Brockstrom Foundation. So maybe you live in a, a state far away, and you're like, how can I help? What can I do? I promise you this is a trustworthy place to invest your money. So go there and make a difference. Um, these guys are the real deal. And we even talked about before these podcasts. It's like we're just gonna have a conversation like we would, and let's just hope it helps somebody. So we hope this has helped you over the past couple of episodes. Uh, like, share, subscribe to the X podcast. Shoot us an email if it's encouraged you podcast at the X Church. have any encouragement for Terry and Christy will share with them too. So we love you X podcast family.